Hey, Graham. I know you ordered Ray Parler, Middlesbrough legend, but you got Taylor Thompson, P1 legend. You are listening to the DU Football Show. There you go. There's your answer. Somebody's pee pee moved. Yours, because it's your friend. <laughs> no, Taylor's moved. No, we it's not my him. friend. His football team fucked me. His yeah. basketball team fucked me. Yeah. And he just made fun of me. Are, are you feeling very meta right now, Taylor? I bet you you are. <laughs> Actually, just a little meta. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, A.A., the fucking Gooner Graham. Smell the Malort. Look straight in shorts. Sam Graham, A. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League that didn't play because it was the international break, as told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, the fierce Samuel Graham. I am fierce. You are just the fierce. You know who else is fierce? Who? Fucking Rodri, but in a bad way. <laughs> I have got to get this off my chest. Cut of the week, a little early. Oh yeah? Go yeah. for it. Uh, Rodri, mm-hmm. you could see the wheels turning when Splain pay, uh, Splain paid Norway <laughs> when Spain played Norway mm-hmm. uh, the rain in Spain lands mostly on the plane <laughs> the rain in Spain I know that musical <laughs> thank you that's an Andrew Lloyd Webber isn't it uh, no that's a Hammerstein Rogers ah, and Hammerstein damn I knew what it was, though. Who knows their show tunes better? Sam or Sam? <laughs> We're kicking off this, Neither. this international break without shit to talk about. Strong! <laughs> it was, it was a, yeah, obviously, a slow news week. <laughs> Thunder! Uh, yeah. And both of us, you know who knows them worse, is, is who knows them averagely at best better. Yeah, Because exactly. both of us looked at Mel, and she was like, Said no to me and then shook her head yes to you. Yep, exactly. Yeah, this is definitely Hammerstein. Hey, right. gotta let gotta let the uh, theater major tell me if I'm right or wrong. Guess who it wasn't? Bill Kenwright. <laughs> the <laughs> uh, the um, no. So uh, Odegaard picked up the ball in the Spain box. Uh, do a little dance, make uh, a little love. Christian wants to let you guys know it's Lerner and Low. Uh, it's my fair lady, bitches. <laughs> Not Rogers. Okay, they're good. Learner and low. <laughs> I mean, he he is he is the 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 music guy. So yes, we have to give it to him. That <laughs> would be Doctor Twombly, right he, there. Doctor, doctor. Sorry, musical doctor. guy. He's a doctor in music. Okay, I guess you could consider musicals music. <laughs> I don't know that I. I don't look at the greatest showman and go, "That is the greatest album ever written." Okay. All right, go for it. There's stud. Anyway. Uh, uh, Odegaard was in the. I just couldn't think about it. I'm sorry. Correction. That was Taylor, not Doctor Twombly. <laughs> Doctor Twombly goes. I don't know shit about musicals. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it, um, Odegaard gets 
in the box. And uh, for all the music doctors out there, he was uh, making a little, uh, uh, doing a little dance, making a little love, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get down tonight. And Rodri, and you could see the cogs turning, going, "Hold on, I have an opportunity here." <laughs> and he put in a horrendous tackle that wasn't even called a foul; <laughs> should have been a red card. Wow! So no penalty, no nothing. Um, Holland was out with injury, and mm-hmm. by all accounts, I didn't see the game, but I did see this highlight. Um, Norway should have won the game. Oh, really? But it turned if they had a center forward, they had the chances to win the game. Um, but they didn't have a center forward. Spain ended up ultimately uh, mm-hmm. winning. But Rodri definitely tried to injure Martin Odegaard, uh, obviously being a player for <laughs> uh, Spain and Manchester City specifically, mm-hmm. um, and Odegaard being one of Arsenal's best players this season. Um, he tried to take him out on international break on purpose, and it very much showed. Wow. That's kind of the week. Up. There you go. Very good. All right. We're credit to you, Public House, just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with your footballing friends. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. As usual, it is at DU Football Show on all the social medias and dufootballshow at gmail.com to get in touch via email. But make sure, please, that you get on the DU Closed Group on Facebook. That's Drunkard United FC, spelled out. Drunkard United FC. That's where the bands happen, uh, and that's the the best place to get in touch with us uh, at all times, really. I knit that's one would say like that Bance is what is new and young and fresh. But, Hashtag Bance. But clearly, it's not. It's whatever producer Mel does because that's what's popping oh, off. That's right. Hashtag beekeeping. Uh, hashtag be a trendsetter. Sam myself both work in the wine and spirit industry, but have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. The other hard-as-fuck bottle, expensive-as-fuck bottle to get. Yep. We are on to tonight, and I want to give a big shout-out uh, to my former compatriot. She has moved on to another career, uh, Jillian, who was so kind to find this for us in Texas and at SRP. Uh, Mr. Graham, take her away. All right, we got a special one here. This is very, very good. This comes to you at number six. This is the Middleton Very Rare 2022 edition. Straight up 80 proof. Should run you 200 bucks. Gonna run you a lot more than that from our experience. Uh, Really, because this one doesn't exist anymore. Its panel rating is 94 from the Whiskey Advocate Tasting Group. It is a blended Irish whiskey uh, from the most famous Irish distillery that exists, uh, the Middleton Distillery. Uh, exuberant, and oh, I'm sorry, I should probably mention that Johnny McCormick wrote the blurb uh, from the tasting panel. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, exuberant and irresistible, this year's release by master distiller Kevin O'Gorman was deftly stylish. A composition of carefully selected stocks of single pot still and single grain whiskeys aged between 12 and 33 years. Each vintage in the series, which launched in 1984, has its own unique flavor profile and comes from the pick of the American oak bourbon casks in the Middleton warehouses. Rick houses. Mm-hmm. The sweeter grain components shine beautifully here with flourishes of floral, honey, and toasted oak aromas against a captivating backdrop of fresh fruit, citrus, and wood spice flavors and an elongated finish of creamy vanilla. The vanilla is absolutely there, and I get a nice baking spice just before that vanilla kicks mm-hmm. in that is like reminds me of cookies, and it's fucking delicious. <laughs> So for everybody who does not know, because I think you're kind of used to 
blends and single malts kind of dominating. And when we did two years ago, when we did our Patreon series where we did our liquor classes that we had done. So uh, over the summer, that was right. That was about two years ago. So um, uh, for people who are newer to our Patreon, you can go back and listen to the whole back catalog. There's me doing my hundred favorite songs. There's us doing five shows about alcohol specifically. So a lot of fun things back there to find. Irish whiskey has four major categories. We've already mentioned single malts. We've already mentioned blends. Uh, the others would be a pot still. A pot still is, simply put, has to be made in a copper pot still, and it has to be a minimum of 70% barley. Outside of that, it could have any other cut grain, which leads us to my next one, a grain whiskey. A grain whiskey is typically corn sometimes wheat, but typically corn, and is done in a continuous still. So that's what they're blending are those kind of whiskeys. I'm surprised such the low alcohol by volume, it's only 40%, so that makes it an 80 proof. Mm-hmm. 90 is kind of industry standard anymore, but also considering that these are, you said, 12 to 25 was it 11 to 33 11 to 30 so there's just you're gonna lose some alcohol by volume on this it's fucking incredible i mean it's fucking delicious it's this. it's absolutely it comes incredible. With a little hotel key card because if you drink too much of it it'll take you home <laughs> this is fucking delicious this uh part of your your price point obviously as well besides the aged whiskeys is this gorgeous box it comes in yep um, which is always, you know, just for a showpiece, always a plus. But it is is fucking <clears throat> good. It uh, is fucking good. There's still one more Irish whiskey on this list. It better blow us the fuck away. And I was gonna say, I'm surprised this is only number six. Yeah, I mean, you uh, think you think it was at least better than one of the top five? Uh, no, no, fuck. I was gonna say, knowing what we know, I'm fucking honored. Um, I'm just fucking with you. But um, I sell your whiskey. I know actually. exactly, you dick. Um, just the, being a dick. Yeah, but. This is if Irish whiskey had a unicorn bottle, Middleton is typically that unicorn yeah, bottle. Yeah, for sure. No one pays the money anymore, especially for Irish. When you have very good brands like Jameson and Tullamore do, a lot of people don't pay for the high marks of Irish whiskey anymore. No, they don't. Um, we did back yeah. in the day, me, you, and Stick. You mm-hmm. remember that? We, uh, uh, rarest Vintage, which would yep. have been, I would say, the other unicorn bottle. If there's a unicorn exactly. bottle of Irish whiskey, those are it. Uh, this wasn't even ever available in this market. Yep. We got it in Texas. Somebody got it for us in fucking Texas. It's fucking delicious. I couldn't, people in New York couldn't find it for me. Yeah, it's It's, delicious. It's fucking remarkable. Now. It's such a good whiskey. If we were going to give a critique, Middleton's is always fantastic. Did it really need to be on this list at $250 a bottle? No. You know, it well, two hundred is the yeah. uh, uh, expected or, okay. or suggested retail price, rather, the uh, MSRP. Yeah, but the um, no, I mean, I, 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 if this was on a shelf for one sixty, I'd buy a bottle once a year. Yeah, at two hundred, that'd be a stretch. Mm-hmm. At two fifty, that we actually got it for, yeah. Nah. Was this worth the two fifty we paid? Absolutely, hundred percent. It, it was, but, but it's just too much for a bottle of whiskey, right? And it, it's 
if you're lucky enough to be at our uh, whiskey tasting, make sure you pour yourself a glass of this because it's fucking, it's fucking delightful. I'm not even giving it a cube. I don't even, how did the cube affect yours? It's, it's a, a little less grainy up front. Um, cause it, I, I do get a bit of cereal grain up front, like mm-hmm. oh, really absolutely. on the, on absolutely. the palate. Barley. Um, that's going to always happen with barley, but it does, it does give way to most of actually most of that description. Corn. Corn. You can tell that this is it's, the, the single grain is corn and it's it's sweet. This has got a very bourbon-esque quality but to the, it. The cube mellowed that cereal grain a little bit and allowed okay. the flavor profile to stand out just a little <laughs> bit more. But I I wouldn't water it down. I mean, this is a two cube max, like mm-hmm. regular standard size ice cube max yeah, for me. Very fair. All right. So what else do we got to do, Mr. Graham? Always remember to drink responsibly and yeah. within budget. Uh, do you need more <laughs> producer mail? Because hers is already gone. Hey, that was a fairly decent clink for us I this did, time. I tried. Would you like more producer Mel? A little bit. All right. <laughs> Mr. Actually, I can do two things yeah. at once. All right. Yes, you're the professional and all that shit you always say to us all the time. <laughs> Come on. Let's see you talk and dance, monkey. <laughs> professionally suck my dick because that's what you do professionally. Whoa. Professionally. Wow. It comes to no surprise that... After Conte's little uh, conference, I thought he was still talking to me. <laughs> that that Tottenham and Mr. Conte parted ways. What's hard to believe is that it was a mutual agreement. Well, the only the only the the thing that's wild about it too, the only person from his backroom staff that's left Tottenham. I don't know if you saw this. Was his brother? Yeah, I'd say everybody. Stellini, his number two. Stayed that's, on. He's caretaker for the rest of the year. That's what I just had so, listed here was has, Stellini and Mason are handling for the rest of the season. My point to that, though, is has Conte completely lost the plot? Has he <clears throat> driven away everyone so badly that even his own coaching staff that he has taken with him club to club has said, fuck off, man? Yeah. You know? Or 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 is it Stellini, you know, Conte goes, yeah, stick around, get the paycheck. Mm. You know? I, I don't know. I, I I honestly don't know. And I, I doubt this was a mutual consent thing. O- the only thing that was mutual about it is Conte knew what he was doing when he said. I wanted to leave. He yeah. still wants to. He, yeah. He's happy. He's the happiest pig uh, and shit right now. Yeah, because he's also getting paid. That's the other key thing, too. He's getting paid for the rest of the yeah. fucking contract. Correct. Which is only till the end of the season, but he's still getting paid to the rest of the end of his fucking contract. Right. Will this affect their their standing? Will, do you think they're still a yeah, championship? They'll be better. You Just gonna... like they were better when he was out with the appendix or, or gallbladder or whatever yeah. it was. Gallbladder. Phil Foden was appendix this past week. Mm-hmm. Conte was gallbladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. They'll be better just like they were without it. The players weren't playing for him. Right. There, so Tottenham is in this weird spot, and I don't know what you think about this, but I thought about this today, and um, another uh, a, a pundit on Talk, uh, Talk Sport said it. I think Daniel Levy was trying to prove a point with these last couple of appointments, right? So he still had the Pochettino, this is a project, blah, 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 blah. He hires Nuno, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going very well to begin with. The players don't seem to respect him. Well, Mourinho before that. Well, Mourinho was before Nuno, right. wasn't it? So they had the new stadium, right? They got him the big champ- They had this. They had the Champions League final. It was, yeah. So they go, you know what? We can attract the big manager that's ready to go. But Tottenham weren't there yet right? Men- mentally. They weren't ready to back that manager. They weren't ready to go for broke with that manager. And they didn't sign anyone hardly. <clears throat> no. And Mourinho 
got him to a League Cup final. Got fired that week, remember. Ryan Mason took yep. over for the final. Yep. Mourinho, I mean, was floundering a bit in terms of the, the team, but the, the team weren't... Arsenal were in a bad spot 10 years ago. Right. Right? People were comfortable. Fourth was good enough. Right. That was it. That's all we did. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. We weren't really challenging. We had the FA Cup because we took it seriously because it's a competition near and dear to our hearts. Right. And you have the record. Correct. And, exactly. And, That's what I'm saying. That's so in, we take it in, seriously. And in second place is your bitter rivals in Manchester Correct. United. And you'll be goddamned if they're going to win. If they it. over take us that's right. why sir alex didn't retire when liverpool you know when when city won that title and he was tied with liverpool still mm-hmm. for all-time premier league titles all-time top flight titles top flight titles i'm sorry he wanted to go out on top right he wanted to be the one that overtook them right so he stayed on for another season he was gonna retire stayed on for another season won it then and then, retired. then retired exactly yeah. so that plays a part yeah um but Tottenham, as a club, don't have the mentality yet. You know, Spursy is a thing. Mm-hmm. That's so Spursy. That's still a thing. They have not ticked over. And a past his prime Mourinho and a very obviously past his prime, uh, prime Conte aren't going to fix that. They need somebody that's willing to be a project manager and that because they're going to have to bring through players from the academy. They're going to have to buy relatively inexpensive players because Daniel Levy won't loosen the purse strings and spend $100 million on a player. Right, right. You know, Richarlison should have and could have still gotten better since leaving Everton, but he's regressed because Conte's not going to coach him. Right. Those coaches don't do that. They're not coaches. They're managers. Yeah. Yeah. They They put out tactics. You're supposed to fucking implement them. Yeah, do you, it. You're a professional. You know what to do. My job is to tinker with the lineup. Is right. to is to handle the press, and you exactly. guys are to go out you, there and be fucking footballers. Do you do you know who I think? Honestly, I really do think would have been great a, a great appointment instead of Mourinho, hmm. Rafa Benitez. Yeah, you know why? Hmm. You could have tricked him into thinking he was coaching Real Madrid because they wear white. Right. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, he was trying to coach. Cristiano Ronaldo and taking free kicks. Yep. He obviously wants to be hands-on and work with players. And if Levy's not going to buy tried and true talent that that cuts it at the absolute elite level, then they're going to need to be coached. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to need to be coached. And the players that they had there are good enough to have improved Right to be able to take that on, if they had a, an open mentality, again he comes in as a cha- you know he's won the Champions League, he's won you know these trophies, he won the the Premier League with Chelsea, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, when he when he finished up that half a season, so Rafa's won trophies, he's done things, he should be able to command the respect of a group of players that haven't won a goddamn thing, right? But they went for Mourinho, who just caused a rift. You can't do my tactics. You get blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. I bring in Nuno, who was probably over his head. Too much of a project manager, right? Yeah. It, it was like Pochettino when he started. Yeah. Right? He, not the Pochettino at, at PSG. And then you bring in Conte, and it was just like, it was just the you wrong... went for You went, yeah, you went from one fucking, you know, uh, I don't want to say that. You went from one taskmaster to another. Mm-hmm. But one that's a little bit younger and more intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this stage in life, right between the two of them, mm-hmm. and in the middle had this, 
you know, five years ago version of Pochettino. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? You're all over the place. And the, the, the two signings that Conte did make that he was able to bring in um, in terms of, uh, of, of um, uh, Benton core and Kulisevsky absolutely improved them. Mm -hmm. But both of them are injury prone. Right. And we've seen that already. So how much can they really help? When they're there, they're 10 times better than when they're not. Yeah, some of the as, questions... As a, as a team. Some of the questions have been like, was Richarlison a Conte signing or was that a Levy signing? Correct, exactly. You because know? it's a big-name player that he got for less than $70 million. Yeah, yeah. It, sound, it seems That's like a Levy, a Levy signing. signing. Yeah, because he, uh, Richarlison in his career doesn't fit any tactic that that Antonio Conte's ever used. No, very true. Very, very and true. And who was the most publicly open, I fucking hate this guy, he's passed it, da-da-da-da-da. Richarlison. Yeah. Now, we'll get back to Spurs in a second mm -hmm. because I heard probably the best marriage in football that I've ever heard before being mentioned today. Linked today, players talking about it and wanting it to happen. Okay. Brazil sacked their manager. Okay. King Carlo has been offered, not offered, but is on the short list for the Brazil job. Ooh. And if you see his Italian ass in him Gucci sunglasses with a cigar hanging out his mouth, walking down a beach in Rio de Janeiro, waiting for the World Cup to start, <laughs> I don't know that there is a more homoerotic thing it's that just makes brilliant. me poke myself in the eye <laughs> than that image in my head. <laughs> Carlo. <laughs> King oh. Carlo leading Brazil out of the World Cup. I'm fucking in. It's, Sign me up. Put it straight in my veins. Preferably the one between my legs. I would say it's the it's the only trophy that man needs. Yeah, yeah, he wins it. everything. I mean, that's it. That that's it. I mean, the the problem that man win that man wins that. I'm I'm sorry, you know, you like. All the like the Manchester United apologists. You're no longer allowed to make the no, <laughs> yeah. no, no. The no. Pro the problem. The pr only issue is in international management. There's a lot of downtime. <laughs> yeah, Carlo likes himself a cigar. Yes, he does. Carlo likes himself a drink. Yes. We might not find Carlo by the time the World Cup comes around, especially if he's just hanging out in Rio. Hanging out in Rio, all that ass, all that ass to look at. All he need that eyebrow. That's oh, like, that's it. You don't even need Tony Bennett to sing. You know what I mean? All he does is pick up a microphone. Girls get naked. Yep. Carlo, that eyebrow with a cigar in his mouth. Oh, come on, it's over. It's done. It's over. <laughs> Where's Carlo in the favela? So as we're talking about Tottenham and where they're kind of going to. Here's the thing. You know, we talk about it being a project. This team's no longer young. Son's coming towards the end of his prime. Yeah. Can't, very, we haven't talked about it yet, and this is a no place better than right now to talk about it. Next year, Kane's on his last year of his fucking deal. Yeah. He hasn't been offered a new deal yet. And I think you've got to- That's mainly because Charlie's an idiot. <laughs> his, bro his brother- Who's his agent? It's mainly because he's a doofus. I, I would have to think we're reaching a point with with him, with Harry specifically. Does he want to win a trophy or does he want to surpass Alan Shearer and be the all-time Premier League goal scorer? Yeah, I mean, he, he has... Because if he wants a trophy... He has to leave the country. And he won't get that scoring title. No. 
Because he'll be past his prime when he comes back. This, he, this well, is no, a, this even is a if two years of Real Madrid. This well, is a let's let's say even if he stayed in the country, let's say he stayed in the country and went to United, a, a United, or God forbid, an Arsenal. It is his boyhood fucking club. Hey, right about it. it is one of our own. But but even then, those guys, those teams, he ain't getting thirty eight games. No, nah, because he's he's, he's, he's not either, getting thirty eight games. United Veghorst is a placeholder. <laughs> Presumably for Harry Kane, yeah, he will make that team better. But they need massive upgrades in defense yeah. if they're going to do anything. And I don't know that they'd be able to really even afford him with only a year left on his deal. Right. So you wonder then if he's going Especially to, especially with what we're going to talk about next and the example that's just been set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he stays with Spurs, if he ends up staying with Spurs, then. You know, okay, if you make a good cup run, maybe then he cares about a title, but that won't that'll be it. That'll be what he focuses on. Yeah, he's he'll he'll ultimate. be he'll be the John Stockton of the Premier League. Yeah, he, the Carl Malone of right. the Premier League. All, all time he'll get the all time goals record. And and they'll be without a trophy. And all of their young projects, you know, the skips of the world or Sessignon, they're all hitting their prime and a lot of them ain't fucking playing. No, so well, if this Skip is a just came back. Skip can't find a manager that likes him. Yeah, but because he, he keeps coming in and out of the team, like for for six months, he's like the the bee's knees, yeah. and then you won't hear from him for a year and a half. And Davies, somehow they keep offering him contracts. Davies and Dyer are getting older, mm -hmm. like this. So if if this team is supposed to be a project, it's a project of twenty seven to thirty year olds. That's not a project. That's a team in its fucking prime. Well, but remember they had the the oldest back line in the league for a while with mm -hmm. Vertonghen and, and Adderweireld. Right. It's because they had no faith in Dyer or Davies at that. Correct. Point. And and Dyer's very quickly reaching the end of his rope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, in terms of his playing days. I mean, Tottenham's got a lot of issues, and Daniel Levy's got to make a decision. What is he going to do? Is he going to be? Proactive in his club, is he going to try to move them forward? Or is it going to be the same old fucking Tottenham? And that's what you, that's I mean, what I hope for. Yes. Yeah, I know you, what you, what hope you were for. saying. Yes. But <laughs> they are reaching a shit or get off the pot moment. Oh, yeah. And if they don't get it together, they're going to find themselves in the place that Liverpool was before Klopp got there and where United has been for a very long time. And, there, and there's the issue Daniel Levy's shopping for a wedding ring, but he's in the clearance section. Right, and the last two uh, last two women that were around that were willing to accept the ring from the clearance section quickly figured out that he bought it from a clearance section. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Precisely, and it just did not work out. Final, it's just not a thing. Final question: Who manages this team next year? I don't fucking know because Thomas Tuchel just got hired. Yeah. So really, probably if if Julian Nagelsmann respects himself, he won't. Mm -hmm. But he seems to be the bookie's favorite at the mm -hmm. moment. Um, I don't necessarily see him as a project manager, though. Mm -hmm. um, so really, you're going to have to go who, for whoever's at Dortmund, whoever's at Brighton, or <laughs> yeah, uh, Thomas Frank at Brentford. Those are your project managers. Those are your good project managers, but also has some tactical acumen yeah. that also f know what they're doing. You know, um, Dortmund's uh, doing well uh, uh, in, in, in Germany, and they also took Chelsea. Was it Chelsea they played? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the way to the end there in the Champions League, ended up losing, but mm -hmm. took them all the way to the end. You would have said Graham Potter probably would have been a good fit, um, right. but Potter's obviously under contract at Chelsea. They seem to be sticking with him. So, Deserby would be a shout. Um, I don't know that he'd leave, 
because this is bigger than the job he had before. Yeah. Um, Any chance at a Pochettino, you think? Poch coming back? No, because he was just like Real Madrid. Now, that being said, he was Espanol's manager, which is another Catalonian club. And the only thing Barcelona and Espanol can agree on is their hatred of Real Madrid mm-hmm. uh, being part of the crown. So who? Uh, I, that's a bit of a stretch for me. Um, uh, Pochettino going to Real Madrid, for instance, um, especially because the PSG just lost their first home game in two and a half years or whatever it was. Right. Um, so managing egos seems to be quite difficult for old Poch. Um, so I don't know that Real Madrid would be the right place to land if that's not what you're good at. Right. You know, that's the right gig for Carlo, but you know, but they can't be happy with him winning them a Champions League because they can't be happy with anything in Madrid. They're second in Spain, so you know, Carlo's got to go. They can't, right? They can't, and they don't even arguably the greatest manager of all time, and they they, they're dissatisfied because they're in second. But that that's them booing Cristiano Ronaldo off when he still had something to offer, which started his whole spiral, yeah, (laughs) into this meme. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, their fan base is ridiculous. So that's fine. That you know, I please. If Carlo Ancelotti has any chance of hearing this, if anybody we know can get a clip, tweet him. Just clip this and tweet him. Please manage Brazil. I need that in my life. That would be the greatest thing that has ever happened in football. I think. Three words, Carlo. Big Brazilian asses. I'll shake her head because so. she's already shaking her head going that will not be the show title that will not be the show title BBA <laughs> no good <laughs> she hates us the FA has charged Everson, Everton Football Club with violations of financial fair play oh, wait a second I just thought of something even better and it has to do with financial fair play okay. because of what at least one of them likes to do a co-management job of the bald smoothie Sven Goran Eriksson mm-hmm. and Carlo in Brazil together. Excellent. <laughs> Every oh, that's bad. All right, so we're going to try this again. The FA has charged Everton Football Club with violations of financial pair, fair play, adding them to the list with City and rumors of Chelsea having a flat-out fire sale of players this summer to get their books right. So, the Toffees have been charged. This is what's kind of funny. So, we remember the year of the number 10, right? And we remember the Everton Mashiri had spent $500 million before the last two seasons, <laughs> right? And all of that. What is the year that they're being charged with last year? The how did the investigation... I'd like to know season. how the investigation happened so quickly, number one. I, it seems interesting. C- cities, cities' violations that they were charged with yeah. ended in, like, 2018. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, they had been... They had been looking into Everton all of last season and, were all, and Everton was aware of it and they were kind of following them along. Maybe that's who put that uh, board member in a headlock. Yeah, exactly. The FFP uh, yeah. people. Exactly. You will get your books right. The, the imaginary headlock, because there's still <laughs> zero <laughs> evidence that it fucking happened. Glaring omission from the list of people you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Nottingham fucking Forest, who didn't have a shirt sponsor for six months. Mm, yeah, there's know. 20 million down the drain. It just... <laughs> what what it's it comes... such a farce. So what it comes down to is... Um, it's the amount of money that you bring in versus the amount of money you spend, and the threshold is 105 million, right? You can't 
go over that. Now, Everton obviously has been slowly but surely since Carlo kind of working stuff off the books, right? And there were some... Remember, it's not always about transfer fees. It's about what you pay them. So, like, somebody like Gilfie Sigurdsson so was wages, on, yeah, yeah. on 150000 a, a week, a which week, was yeah. just in, which is common for a big six club. That's kind of a starter's, like, a normal starter's pay. But, Salary, yeah. But for a, Well, he was the best player for the club for a right, long time. But, I mean, there's no secret. Everton, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, but what I'm saying is his last contract extension... Mm-hmm. There's no surprise that he was put on those wages to keep him Mm -hmm. because he was good until the other thing happened. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's Uh, a problem. Now, here's the problem. Within the press, this is what happens. The FA puts out a statement that they're charging Everton. Everton puts out a statement that says, we have an independent committee. We are working directly with, uh, with the Premier League. We know that this will get resolved. And then that is all is said. Everything else is left to speculation. Yep. So and everybody just starts running them out. Been talking with uh, our good friend and uh, uh, part of the American Toffee Pod, Ryan Williams, Ryan, yep. off because he's just he's a numbers guy and he gets what's going on. So a lot of the dumb things you've already seen on Everton Twitter is like, well, they said he spent five hundred million. Well, here's all the people we sold in return. It's exactly five hundred million. Why are they coming after us? It's not over the five. It's it's a one season thing. It's a fiscal year, yeah. And it could be something as simple as when we sold Richarlison, because remember we sold him right at the fucking deadline to get our book straight. Uh huh. What if we didn't do the paperwork right? Mm-hmm. We're in violation. Which Mashori, it wouldn't really put it past him, would you? Mm-hmm. Okay. What if? What if Deli Ali, who we did not have to pay for until he's played 20 games for us, which he still hasn't, so we have don't have to pay that money to Tottenham. He was with a big six club. What if he was on $250,000 wages? And that's what we were fucking paying. Like, yeah. what if that was the or case? Or at least a large portion of it. And we go, okay, well, at the, start, also at the start of that season, we signed Andres Towson on a free, Begovic on a free, Rondon on a free, and Damari Gray for $2 million. Which you also have to worry about their wages. Right. Those, th- not including Damari Gray, but those other three are veteran guys. You don't think they're not getting paid well? Like, Begovic, probably not great because he's a backup, but still getting paid deep. Like, probably still making like 75000 instead of it being... He was a backup at Chelsea for a season. Right, instead of, it, instead of it being some kid that you pay 20000 a week to, right? So th- that's, a diff- that's a huge fucking difference. Then... There was the sale of Digne, but with that sale of Digne, we ended up spending more money that transfer window between the signings of Mayalenko and Patterson was more than the money we got for Luca Digne. So <clears throat> you don't know exactly what it is. And honestly, you have to wait till the auditors figure it all out. Here's my bigger concern. Like you said, how the fuck do you come up with that? In, like it was last season. <laughs> how do you already have... Unless you've been looking at this club, specifically wanting to target this club, well, you know, you know what I would find interesting. I I want to know if there is a general like football club standard practice end of fiscal, because mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the case. It's like I, for instance, in our jobs, yeah, and you've been on my side of the business right. as well. Brown Foreman's end of fiscal is March 31st. Mm-hmm. Deutsch's is March 31st, but William Grant's is December 31st. Mm-hmm. The end of Tito's fiscal year is December 31st. Is there 
is like Everton's end of fiscal May 31st? I think everybody's May is the end of, it's June 30th. It would make sense because you'd want the fiscal year to end so you could spend money in the summer. Right. That would make sense. But some people do some weird shit like Diageo's end of fiscal is May 31st. June 1st starts a new fiscal. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, June 30th. Mm-hmm. is their end of fiscal yeah, july, july 1st starts, starts a new fiscal so i wonder if there's some sort of weird shit that we don't know about or like when the first payment gets made or whatever because if you haven't gotten any money can you claim that on your books because right. the deal's agreed like i don't know how that part of it works so it's hard to speculate that bit of it but at the same time again as you say there was the stadium started being built right the uh, does that factor in no that does not We're, it does not factor in no. so where's the losses coming from then i mean you stayed in the premier league you what? got another 190 million or whatever it is from the tv rights this season coming what in people so have, what's the problem what what people have speculated at is the um the stadium that we're currently in and the reason why we are building bramley more so quickly is the stadium that we are in cost us a great deal of money being in it we're not pulling in enough revenue by being in that stadium for the size of a club that we are for the money okay. we spend that on stadium people yeah, yeah. doesn't bring in what we need i mean honestly that would make sense but <clears throat> it, it just i mean it makes sense to an extent how they got these numbers so quickly and were able to you know determine that oh yep they're in violation i mean it has to be blatantly obvious the city and the Chelsea, like I kind of understand the a little bit. Well, um, Chelsea isn't even being alleged yet. Yeah. They're just they've just realized, oh fuck, we got to go selling. I mean, but they reported everything on theirs. Uh, the, I didn't see a single undisclosed fee. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. there they reported every single fee that Precisely. was paid. Um, so it's not it shouldn't be very hard to figure that out. I wonder if taking over a new company starts over, resets, or does something different. I d- um, you also- with Bowley buying the club, you know, for right. pennies on the dollar from uh, pennies on the dollar being relative so, as well. Real quick, we'll get back to Everton because I do have some conspiracy theories and thoughts and all that kind of craziness that goes. Not, we're not going to have to start playing the music and I just like you said, it, it doesn't Saturday. seem like everybody's been playing but on the same playing field with here. With Chelsea, names that have already been floated around to be getting sold, it's. The Mudrick. young talent. Please say Mudrick. No, it's the young. It's Gallagher. It's Mount, and it's Pulisic. Are the talks? Are the three main names you're talking about selling? Yeah. And here's the sad part: is whoever buys them, gotta get them on deal. Cheaper than they would for sure. Deal. Yeah. We're talking. I don't think a single one of these guys go for more than forty million. I think okay. they all go cheap. I think they well, all Christian go being cheap. American, definitely. Yeah, Mason Mount will have the British fee attached to him, so he might be forty-five, maybe fifty, depends on his contract length. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, I could see him at West Ham. Be honest. Yeah, and then oh, his mate Declan. If Declan or, doesn't or, move on, or if they make a move for Declan, and they, but I don't think they will now that they got Enzo. Uh, but you know, well, Mason Mount's also a like for like replacement for Matamane. He's not. He's not. I just wanted to say so, it. But that's 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 all I want to say about Chelsea. It's just that those are some of the names we throw it's around, which thing, is funny. The whole thing's just strange, man. That they're that they're looking into all this stuff, and it was such a quick turnaround. I mean, I guess the scale of cities, and with the state owning a club, essentially, right? The, right. the Qatari state owning a club, or the the um, 
uh, United Arab Emirates or whichever one they fall under. Now, the Qataris are about to try to buy United is what's going on as if well. They're, if they're doing all this kind of stuff, I wonder how many, because they also own Emirates Airways or Etihad Airways or, or whoever, all those deals, I wonder if they're, they're all so complicated because they're all owned by the same people. This is like the the owner that sells himself the stadium to inject club into the ca- uh, cash into the club. That's a lot of what uh, so it's just more. Is, that's like, a lot of what City's being charged with is essentially making shell accounts to pay themselves to show that they were making more money than they than actually they were. were. Yeah, so I bet you that in, in terms of City versus Everton yeah. on this alone, I bet you City's is just a more complicated case. Right. So it took longer to gather evidence right Everton's is is they fucked up the books and well because also Mashiri's kind of got the reputation of being a bit of a dunce yeah (laughs) yeah well well and also he doesn't have um you know he he plays like he has money his daddy Usmanov is who has the money and Usmanov no allowed to spend money in England right now because he's an oligarch and that well there's the other issue yeah Yeah. because he's one of the one of the one of the people um so here's here's kind of the bigger thing i wanted to get to with um when you were talking about city is you also have to wonder is the fa afraid of newcastle because it's legitimately saudi arabia who owns the team Uh uh-huh will they be afraid of manchester united because it's literally qatar who owns the team Uh uh-huh are they afraid of city because it's united arab emirates that owns the fucking team and that there are so many other factions and that they won't dare do anything too drastic to them other than make them pay money because they know that it has other commercial and financial repercussions if they do. But little old Everton, one of those classic clubs, we got to save them from themselves, man. We got to well, make that's sure what we save behind the sanctity of the league. That's the rule. Yeah. We're deducting them 10 points and relegating them because it's what we need to do to save them. Yeah, because it's it's the, they won't deduct them points. Mm. They can't. They, at this stage, they can't. They've lost all credibility no, no, it, in that well, argument. If, if they do, if they do anything, it's not going to happen till next year, anyways. But you're right. If they do deduct points, it's like, oh, so you don't deduct points for teams from who Chelsea tried, before, or or these six teams who tried to start another fucking league without you. Like, well, that that I mean, no offense to your club, you were one of those fucking six. At that, <laughs> at, but, at, but at that point, those six clubs are the ones that do pay the bills. Right, but still, they, they try to but start a league without but you. But that's what I'm saying. They can't, you can't I didn't deduct, agree with it. I, I didn't agree with if it. If you can't deduct them points, you can't deduct anybody points. Correct. I, I don't disagree with that at all. What this screams of for me is I want to compare it to, uh, this is before your time, but you obviously know the player, the tragic death of Lenny Bias at the University of Maryland. Yep. yep. I, was talking, I was trying to teach Tegan about him the other day, <laughs> actually. We watched four YouTube videos of him. Lenny, Lenny passed away from a cocaine overdose. Um, everybody tried to hide it that it was, you know, a one-time thing. Nope, <laughs> Lenny was into coke. It was, it's, it was the '80s, and he was into coke, and he died. And then Lefty left in shame after he built up that program. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in the next uh, coach, uh, Foster. I think I'm, I'm not. No, Bob Wade. Bob Wade. A booster gave a kid a pair of basketball shoes. 
they found Maryland in violation, the NCAAs. Now, mind you, in recent history, there has been proven cases of coaches getting test answers, boosters providing prostitutes Mm -hmm. to recruits, and even at Miami, the University of Miami, boosters flat out handing cash, cash to players, okay? This has happened. What happened to Maryland back then? A four-year blackout, not allowed to be on radio or TV. They weren't allowed to play in the postseason. And if it wasn't for the fact that Gary Williams took over that team and Walt Williams, the wizard, stayed all four years, that program would have completely fallen apart. But it was over a pair of fucking tennis shoes. It was really because Lenny died. They didn't. They couldn't bust him on Lenny dying. So they wanted to fucking throw the book at him. They really wanted to throw the fucking book at him. They did over a fucking pair of tennis shoes. Everton is the pair of fucking tennis shoes. And I could just see yes. the FA going, you know what? All these foreign countries are using us like playthings and little chess boards and buying whatever players they want and do whatever the fuck they want. And it doesn't matter how much money they lose because they're boosting money into our league and they're boosted they're as you just said making money for us uh-huh. so they they will be perfectly fine but little old everton barely fucks up their books and I mean, you know what they probably did and they probably deserve to be punished but they will receive the punishment for all the real sinners because they're going to be the example and that's what fucking sucks. so look at rangers look at portsmouth look at Burry, who's not even in business. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even liquidate enough to form a new club. Yeah. They're just gone. Yeah. That's what happens. It's a shame, but it's a, a evil of our society that money talks. Yeah. It's fucking it's, and, it's horrific. And it's it's gonna be hard. The Premier League is sitting, the FA is sitting in a situation where it can do the right thing and judge everybody the same and and judge them on the merits of what they've done wrong. And mm-hmm. and if Everton's done something truly wrong and deserves to be punished, I will stand at the front of the line and say they deserve to be punished. Do you want a sound check reference right now to make you feel shittier about your situation? Sure. One of the daddies of Everton is a Russian oligarch person. Mm-hmm. Is tied in with them at the minimum because I think he's Uzbeki, but he's tied in with those guys. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to do with your cock as you will on your property. But the second you invaded Ukraine, you opened your books up to all the shit. Sure money. No good? No, no. That's, it was a good finish. <laughs> I was going to finish on my whole tirade about uh, University of Maryland, but, you know, you added something and then you gave me a good finisher. So you get to finish the fucking second. I just love how well the sound bite played into the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to know what we were talking about, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash football show. Tune in to Soundcheck. It's pretty good. You say I'm all I know is in Puerto Rico, <laughs> you are not allowed to choke your cock in the parking lot. <laughs> you must be on your own property, not even the sidewalk. You have to be on your own property. What you do with your own cock in your own property <laughs> is your own business. I'm going to have to get you the screwdriver to tighten that up. For fuck's sake. Yeah, I, gotta do that. I know it's annoying the piss out of me. 
I got to find. Um, all right. So we already told you how much we're down. We did that last time. We're going to just give you what we are doing this week as the Premier League. Thank fuck comes back this weekend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Sammy, what you got for us? Hold on. You weren't thrilled by USA beating Grenada 7-1. to one. That wasn't exciting to you? <laughs> no. It's not the new Young Hot Freshness? <laughs> young Hot Freshness. Yeah. That's a contender, Mel. <laughs> right, <laughs> write that down. <laughs> What? <laughs> well, that's not the new <laughs> <laughs> I already got my bit fucking written. We already know I hit because I actually hit bets and Graham doesn't. And I'm down $1,472. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. If you can take a second to stop laughing hysterically. I can't, I can't because of all the memes those cunts made of me when Hiram was here. <laughs> Or yeah. Hir when Hiram was here, sorry. Yeah. And every all the memes they made of me being the old, hello kids with the skateboard <laughs> over my back. And then you just said young hot freshness made me feel like 15 again. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Very good. Uh, Graham, if you don't remember, 18.3% of the time, it works 100% of the time. And I told you, I told you, I'm going back to a bit. Give right. me Liverpool to beat City at plus 470. Either I win money or or uh, Liverpool doesn't win. Both please me. I'm happy. All right, there you go. Easy days. <laughs> if I lose, it means, it means all Liverpool did was maybe get a point. Right. I can live in that world. All right. There I can you go. live in that world. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, I've got an email from old Pat because it's late. And now. It's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. All right, and Pat writes in, So, welcome back after the holidays. Hope everyone's NCAA brackets are going well and your online betting accounts are full. This week, I'm going to go a bit outside the box of how I usually make bets. I'm going to take a same-game parlay that's offered on DraftKings and then parlay that with another game. So, the same-game parlay bet is Liverpool and Man City. Liverpool money line, both teams scoring, Salah anytime goal scorer, and Liverpool over two and a half goals. And then to top that off, I'll throw in the Wolves over the forest for a total payout of $5,250 on a $100 bet. And I can say I feel uh, not, uh, I say, oh, feel very not confident in this bet oh feel not very confident. oh feel very not confident <laughs> in the english That's language very hard <laughs> sentence to read but screw it let's have some fun saturday morning talk to you guys next week that's the early it's game only too. money 7 30 in the morning yeah game. we get he could get up early to lose <laughs> yeah but at least the rest of his week it'll be easy <laughs> excellent don't have so, to pay attention to nothing so what are you gonna do there, uh, so what i've got going on here is with metro's very fun red card he received yes for striking the uh <laughs> match official in his last time out i have a draw between bournemouth and fulham because it's at bournemouth they've been very organized lately uh -huh. fulham defensively are decent but they don't have that point man yeah yeah that, that's that's a fair shout that's a fair shout i okay. like that so a draw at bournemouth i parlay that with arsenal to beat leeds and leicester to beat palace because i don't think roy the boy the old owl is gonna have too much of a, too much of a influence. No, no new manager, no new manager bump for the old manager. <laughs> no, she was giggling so. at that one. Yeah, she was. 
Uh, this match is not a field mouse. He will not swoop in and win it. Uh, I think it's going to be Lester to beat Palace. I know some farmhouse references, Cowboy Mel. I think it's, oh, it's Homesteader be- Mel. <laughs> That's right. It is Homesteader be Mel. correct. <laughs> Mel left Annapolis to travel west. Young Hot Freshness over there. Mel. Ended up in Crownsville. <laughs> I feel like Mel got in her wagon in downtown Annapolis in 1787 and went, I'm heading west to find a homestead. Got to Crownsville and was like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, Very good. And then Lester to beat Palace, like I said. That actually, that uh, the draw is what really did it up. Uh, plus eleven sixty seven. I, you know, I heard the first that's game and I was one. like, I was thinking, For okay, so bucks. that's a sensible bet. Oh wait, Sam's got more, and uh, you didn't disappoint. <laughs> of course you did. No, it's not bad. What do you think? You think Lester's gonna not beat Palace? I think Palace is gonna win. Mm-hmm. Mm. Care to put a side wager on it? <laughs> Dinner with Jan. No, um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. JK, JK, I like you, Jan. Lester beats <laughs> Lester beats Palace. I do a shot of my lord. Yeah. If uh, Palace beat Lester, you do a shot of my lord. Yeah. If they draw, we both do a shot of my lord. That's fine. There Put it go. all on the line. Yeah, I'm there in. we go. Yeah. It's, we got to be by That's the way. We don't get a push if, uh, if there's yeah, a draw. Yeah, there's no push. Which we both means, lose. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm in. Which means there is the potential. Not that I think you guys are going to lose the leads, but we do have Tottenham at home. That, two uh, shots of Lord. I would have two shots of Lord yeah. next week. Absolutely. I was going to do that Monday game, but I'm a little nervous of leaving the bet late. Yeah. That I, makes me, for whatever reason, I don't like betting that Monday game. We'll, we'll talk about an injury time. I think I think that game's got draw written all yeah. over it because it's at, if it's, it's at Goodison. If that was at yeah. Spurs, seven fucking nothing Spurs. They would I don't have a dis- fucking field. I don't disagree. Them. But losing Conte and the way that they responded to that when he went out with the surgery, true, it made me very nervous. Only thing that makes me nervous about that is that I, you thing know what? Specifically, real money on my actual betting apps. Mm-hmm. I may put something in on that to do like not pick a winner, mm-hmm. but do like Harry Kane to score. Oh, that's the same. And that, and he then, always scores on well, every time. But then do like Demari Gray to have one shot on target, and right. like that kind of stuff, and do like parlay some props. Right. And I think that might do. That might actually win some money. I might yep. do that. You don't do, disagree. Yeah. You know, so you guys done. It's all well and good, but you know what we have? A fucking chicken. Well, Kitty hit with Arsenal and sits at 13 over 14. So I finally got to go up to the coop and finish visit with Kitty, who seems to be doing okay despite Rita's reclaiming of the roost. A little bit of drama on that no, front. Yeah, there was. Talked uh, about that one, so This week, I gave her Brighton welcoming Brentford. Now, despite being a fan of the bees' arrival to our backyard, she quickly chirped. That sounds like I'm a seagull. Go fuck yourself. So it would appear that Kitty is going with Brighton for the win on Saturday. I thought it sounded a little Blink-182-ish. I would say uh, great (laughs) improvise, considering that her writer actually messed up the first word of that uh, whole uh, quote there. So good job. Yes, 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 yes. In my way downtown, walking fast, I'm a seagull. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) 
do. I always do a good job. You know why? Why? Because I remember to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner! I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, no. Sam, it's a, uh, a solar eclipse, and I accidentally looked at the ESPN Plus app and blinded myself because there was no championship games this weekend. <laughs> wow, how about that? It was the international break. No games. Uh, it's, a rare, it, it, it's a rarity in the old championship where you have a weekend off, and this was one of them. All right. Well, then, beautiful. That's going to wrap it up. Uh, Mr. Graham. I did you... him at the front. Yeah. I would say no part in words. I did huh? him at the front. Fuck Rodri. Just uh, reiterate. Hashtag fuck Rodri. Get it going. I love it. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, next up is injury time, where we're going to talk about the beers we were drinking. We're going to check in on one adopted club who did play twice. Not very well. <laughs> Someone um, adopted the club didn't get the fucking memo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well they're league Guess one. Guess what? They, they do heroin. Play. Oh, Aki. Yeah, no. Sorry. I thought Ib- it was Ibs. Ibs, Ibs I thought they just showed up just and played a U12 team at the park. <laughs> they, I were, they... they were partying with that lady. That's what's up. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, and we're going to talk about the beers we were drinking, which is some fun beers and uh, a little something Mr. Gekko turned us on to that we're going to be drinking in injury time, too. That's pretty exciting uh no checking in on our fantasy teams because we didn't do fuck all but like i said preview the games we're previewing the games for yes fuck's sake. we are previewing the how games. do we go about doing that mr graham patreon.com forward slash the football show just sign up to that one beautiful big five dollar tier and it's very simple to get all of our extra content and you will not be disappointed it is sound check our actual sound check the first thing that was said when the mics were turned on was i need more juice in my headphones that was today's episode mm-hmm. the last thing that was said was about something that you should just check out there because we'll probably get banned on youtube for it very good because <laughs> uh, it's just us catching up and talking shit so it's a lot of fun um yeah so enjoy it mel mel unmute yourself yes we fucking did it we fucking did it i don't know you have two minutes to fuck Til it up next week everybody oh, wait we have two minutes till next week everybody <laughs> wait, what can i say Let's see. Goodbye. <laughs> Good fucking bye is what you can say. We made a show under an hour for fucking once. Adi fucking us, motherfuckers. <laughs> Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, yeah, the fucking gooner gram. Smoke them a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Don't forget your Don't forget your In the fucking new button.